Welcome to the Shy Girls Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Smith, a mother to four boys, a lover of chocolate, a life coach and fitness professional. I'm here to help you drop the self-hate, focus on your personal strengths, and strive for a fit mind and body. Welcome. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It is a beautiful, bright, sunny day here in Arizona. It's about 73 degrees and the weather is really cooperating for this quarantine. It allows us to get outside and enjoy the beautiful desert right now. The desert is blooming and it is as green as the desert gets here. So I'm really enjoying that. Now, today I wanted to talk to you about stress. Let's talk about stress, baby. I think it's something that we're all feeling right now during this uncertain time, this unprecedented time, as words I've heard a lot lately. And so let's start with the dictionary's definition of stress. Stress is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. Good definition. Another definition that I really like was from Oprah Winfrey, which says stress comes from wanting something to be different than it is. A Stanford psychologist named Kelly McGonigal Her definition of stress is, stress arises when something you care about is at stake. Now, I like all those definitions. And those definitions, they're thoughts. So the thought of stress comes from wanting something to be different than it is. When you think about that, imagine sitting in traffic and you're feeling stress. You're feeling stressed because of the thought that things should be different, that you shouldn't be sitting in there, right? And then the thought that Kelly offers that stress arises because something you care about is at stake. Well, we're feeling stressed because we care about the health of our loved ones. We care about the health of our economy right now. And those things seem to be at stake. And so we're feeling stressed. But if you notice, those are thoughts, and thoughts create our emotions. So stress really is an emotion, and often it's felt in the abdomen, and it feels heavy and tight, and it is caused by a thought. So why is stress a problem? We've been taught, or at least I've been taught, that it's bad for us, that it raises our blood pressure, that cortisol causes us to gain fat around our middle, that there's just so many bad things for us with stress. But what if it's not a problem? What if we're all wrong about that? In her book, Kelly McGonigal talks about what the real problem is. And the name of her book is The Upside of Stress. So she says that the real problem is the belief 
that stress is a problem. So she's saying the real problem is our thoughts about stress, not necessarily stress. Now, doesn't this sound really familiar? (laughs) It does to me. So stress is only harmful if you believe it is. The best way to manage stress isn't to reduce or avoid it, but rather to rethink and even embrace it. Did you know that stress can make you stronger, smarter, and more successful? It helps you learn and grow. It can even inspire and encourage compassion. So my goal here today is for us to get better at stress. Not to resist it, not to push it away, not to try to avoid it, but to get better at it. So I want you to think about what your relationship is with stress. And remember, relationship is how you think about it. So your relationship with stress is how you think about stress. And that plays a profound role in in how it affects our well-being. How we think about it matters. Stress and meaning are, are linked. So if you can embrace stress it, and change how you think about it, you're going to change how you think about yourself and about what you can handle. So choosing to see the good in stress can help you meet the challenges in your life. And that is one way that you can look at the stress is as a challenge that is put before you and not as something that shouldn't be happening or something that only happens to you and not to other people. So we release a lot of hormones during stress, and two of the main hormones are cortisol and DHEA. And cortisol is the one that we've heard a lot about that is associated with uh, weight gain, with high blood pressure, with hair loss, with all kinds of things, right? It's the one that's kind of been given the bad rap. But there, the other hormone isn't really talked about that much, and it is a neurosteroid. Neuro as in brain, and steroid as in strengthening or enhancing. So we are flooded with this hormone that is strengthening and enhancing enhancing our brain. Isn't that interesting? So there's definitely two responses that we have to stress. And the one we're always taught is the threat response, right? The fight, flight, or freeze. And that's the one where the cortisol is coming up, right? And that is the one that we're all taught is so bad for us. But there is another response to stress, and that is the challenge response. The challenge response helps us to focus, to perform better, to problem solve, because we're flooded with that hormone that's enhancing our brain, right? Our heart rate is speeding up, and we can think of it as our body is giving us more energy to be able to attack this challenge, to be able to handle this challenge. 
had a recent experience with this. It was a beautiful spring day here in Arizona. The weather was about mid-70s, and I was hiking down a hill with a friend. She was a couple of feet in front of me, and suddenly she screamed and jumped and pointed. And I looked in the direction she was pointing, and there was a snake. Not just any snake, but a rattlesnake. She took off down the hill, and I turned around and went up the hill. (laughs) And talk about a stress response. I could feel the adrenaline just coursing through my veins. My heart started to pump, and I wasn't sure what to do because the snake was between me and getting down the hill. So I was looking around for other alternatives of a way to get down, and there really wasn't without kind of off-roading it and going over a bunch of more rocks and things that could be hiding other snakes. And so after a little bit of a debate with this friend, we decided that the best course of action was for me to just run past the snake as fast as I could. And because I had read this book about stress and had been studying this and I could feel it happening in my body, I told myself that this was energy I needed to run past the snake. And so I did it. I ran as fast as I could (laughs) past the snake. Everything was fine. I got down the hill. I could still hear my heart racing and pumping. I could still feel the adrenaline. But that little thought of, oh, good, I have the energy to do this, I have the energy to get past this snake, made such a big difference in the response of of the stress. So, of course, I'm a fitness professional, so I'm always going to have a fitness analogy in here. Think about sports. Think about when you are lifting weights. You are physically causing stress to your muscles. That's what you're doing when you work out, when you exercise. And we don't usually think of that as a bad thing. We don't think of exercise as a bad thing. But that's what it is. It's stress for your muscles. And it it is helping them grow and be stronger. Stress allows for growth. And that you, can, you can't see that any better than when you're building a muscle, right? You lift a weight and the weight is actually tearing and breaking down the muscle so that your body can build it back up better and stronger. Another story that I've heard about stress that I really liked was there's this scientific lab here in Tucson, Arizona, where they, it's like this big indoor dome and they were growing trees in this dome and they could control the environment. They could control everything, you know, about growing these trees and the trees grew, they were thriving. They seemed to be doing so well. And then one day the trees just started breaking They just started, the branches started falling. They weren't strong. They realized these trees were not strong at all. And come to find out, 
The reason these trees were not strong is because these trees had not been subjected to wind or stress. And they hadn't had the chance to build up strength. So oftentimes we think in our life, if we could just live in this perfect bubble, this dome with no problems, our life would be so much better. But actually, it was very harmful to the trees. It literally hurt them. It literally had them fall apart. And it's the same thing with us. The effect you expect is the effect you're going to get. So when people change their perceptions about stress, their body response changed. So there are negative and positive outcomes according to how you think about it. Researchers at Yale have found that people who hold a more negative perception of stress and believe it should be reduced or avoided are more likely to experience negative outcomes of stress. They have health problems, back pain, headache, illness. They're more likely to be depressed, less productive at work. They enjoy their work less, and they're more likely to get divorced. And it might even, there are some studies that say it might increase their risk of stress-related heart attacks and death. Now, on the other side, People who hold a more positive and accepting, get that accepting view of stress, seem to be protected from those things. And their lives are still stressful. It's not like the stress goes away. They're healthier. They're happier. They do better at work. And here's the key. Listen for it. They are better able to find meaning in their struggle. And that was really important when I listened to this book and, you know, read all these things about it, is that finding meaning in the stress is super important. So at this time of quarantine and this time of uncertainty and unknown, if we can find meaning in it, no matter what that meaning is, but some meaning Well, it does matter what the meaning is. It needs to be positive, (laughs) growth-inducing meaning that is going to help us. So we could call that, and scientists call it, the mindset effect. The filter that you see the world matters, and it goes so well. This goes so well with life coaching. So I want you to consider that when you feel your heart pounding from anxiety and you feel your blood pressure rising and you just are starting to have, you know, a stress response, I want you to think that maybe it's your body trying to give you the energy you need to rise to the challenge. Psychologists have found that the ability to embrace stress also requires a high tolerance for ambiguity and uncertainty. So you have to be able to understand that two seemingly opposite things can be true at the same time. 
it can be true that going through something stressful can make you sick and depressed. And it can be true that the same stressful experience can make you stronger and more compassionate and more resilient over time. So both of those things can be true at the same time. There was a study conducted in 121 countries where they were trying to measure the stress index or how high stress was in people's life and how that correlated with things like GDP, well-being, life expectancy, and overall satisfaction in life, work, and community. And the results were very interesting. There was a correlation, but it's not what you would expect. The correlation was the higher the stress index, the higher the country's GDP, the higher the life expectancy, the higher the satisfaction in life, work, and community. Now, how can that be when we've been taught that stress is so bad for us? They came to the conclusion that the higher stress, more happiness. High stress equaled more joy. It's interesting to note that stress goes along with the things we most desire. Love, happiness, success, wealth, and a meaningful life. The researchers found that people experience higher levels of stress are more likely to find meaning in their lives. And the amount of adversity in a person's life can also really predict how meaningful their life is. But of course, there's a caveat or a catch to this. It all depends on how you view the stress and how you see it. And the question I always ask, which is, what are you making this mean? It makes a big difference. They found that people who made stress mean that there was something wrong with them, that this shouldn't be happening to them, that it was too much, that it was overwhelming, all of those things. When they thought those thoughts, then stress did have a bad effect on their bodies and on their lives. But when people thought thoughts like, I'm growing, I'm learning, I am becoming the person I want to become. I'm getting energy from this stress and this adrenaline in my body to help me overcome these challenges in my life. Those were the people that found meaning in their lives, and those are the people whose lives were filled with more happiness and more joy, which is something that we all want. So because it turns out that how you think about stress and the stress in your own life plays a profound role on how it affects your well-being. And people who have a meaningful life, listen to this, people who have a meaningful life worry more and experience much more stress than people with less meaningful lives. So Of course, my point in all of this is to check in with what we're thinking about the circumstances 
the stress, anxiety, whatever you want to call it that's going on with you right now with coronavirus, with the economy, with your judgment of other people, how are you viewing it? Are you viewing it as something meaningful? As Are you trying to find the gift in this? Are you trying to find the challenge? Are you trying to find the way you can grow and learn and how both of these things, this um, stress and worry can also coexist with joy and happiness. I hope you're finding that, my friends. I am learning. <laughs> I'm learning how to get better at stress and how to use it to my advantage and to find meaning in it. And I have definitely seen that in my life. Trying to grow my own business is stressful for me every single day, but I choose it. And I choose it on purpose because I know that it's helping me grow into the person that I want to become. Every time I have to sit down and watch the same YouTube video (laughs) that I've watched three times and I have to watch it again because I forgot how to do it, um, it's it's stressful, but it's helping me learn. It's helping me grow. And So I hope that you can find your meaning in this time, that you can use the stress to your advantage. And I just want to thank you again so much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. And also in this time, I'm offering free mini sessions. If you have some stress that you're having a hard time dealing with it, that you you can't seem to see it in another way, and you just need someone, an outside perspective to help you see it with fresh eyes or to see what's going on in your brain and maybe to be able to find some meaning in it, I'm here for you. I've got you. Send me an email at shygirlscoach@yahoo.com, and I would love to chat with you and and help in any way that I can help in this time. So once again, thank you so much for listening and bye for now.